In this episode, I talk about protection payouts, how Underwrite Me is trying to give customers the right quote up front, and whether we need true disruption in the protection market. This week, it's just me and the mic, right here in episode 56 of the Marketing, Protection and Finance podcast. Welcome, you're listening to the podcast for financial services professionals looking to share business ideas and inspiration in the world of marketing, protection and finance. For each episode, you can find the show notes and links to things we talked about at rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash MPAF. So let's get on with the show and here's your host, Roger Edwards. Welcome to the Empath Podcast. As always, thank you for tuning in and putting me and my guests into your earphones. Due to my recording schedules and my annual holiday, I've no guests this week, so it's just me and the mic. We'll be back to normal next week though, and you can look forward to interviews with Charlotte Wibberley, who talks about virtual assistance, and industry favourite Ian Anderson from Cicero, famed of his views and predictions on politics and financial services. If you enjoy the show, please can I ask you to take two minutes and share the show with one, just one, friend or colleague, either by email or using the share buttons at rogeredwards.co.uk. That's rogeredwards.co.uk. The more people listen to the show, the more inspiring guests I can invite to share their business ideas with you. Last week I took a break from the show as I soaked up the sun in Croatia. What an amazing place Croatia is. We stayed near Dubrovnik and the old walled city is truly something else. If you're a Game of Thrones fan, it's where they film the King's Landing scenes. We walked around the battlements in temperatures of 35 degrees and believe me, the views are stunning, but the walking is exhausting. I booked out accommodation in Croatia with Airbnb, the first time I've used them. Airbnb have disrupted the hotel model with their innovative approach to renting rooms and houses. It got me thinking a lot about disruption in the financial services industry. Now you can argue that we've had enough government-sponsored disruption with RDR, pensions freedoms and the upcoming further financial advice review. But I was thinking about the protection market and how stagnant it's become and that inspired some of the thoughts I want to share with you today. But first, let's have a look at another protection story that caught my eye this week, right here on the Marketing, Protection and Finance podcast. Here's some good news from the Association of British Insurers, the ABI. In 2014, protection insurers paid £3.44 billion on nearly 128,000 policies, compared to £3.08 billion on 98,000 policies in 2013. That's up 25%. The figures for 2014 mean that the protection industry is paying on average, £9.4 million a day on 350 policies. That's pretty damn good, isn't it? Not all the bleak picture often portrayed in the media. 
let's have a look at the individual policies. For term life insurance, an average payout was 60,000, nearly 61,000, with a payment rate of 98.7%. Over 25,000 claims paid on life term insurance. For whole of life policies, 99.98% paid out with an average payment of 7,400 and a total of 540 million paid out in 2014. For critical illness, the average amount paid was 67,000. 92% of claims were paid and over 15,000 claims have been paid. The average payout on an individual income protection policy was 39,000 over 204 weeks. And again, a very high claims payout rate, 92.9, nearly 93% payout. Here's what James Dalton, the director in charge of protection policy at the ABI said, at the most stressful times, insurance can make a real difference. These figures show that 97.7% of all types of protection policy claims are paid, allowing people to focus on other challenges. So with such great figures, why do so many people still distrust insurance companies? And why do so many people think that insurance companies don't pay out? Indeed, that they try everything they can do to wriggle out of paying when the opposite is actually true. Despite an overall payout rate of nearly 98%, the public still think it's about 50% or lower. So it's all very well the ABI issuing a press release trumpeting these fabulous figures. It's great that the trade press publish these related stories, but the public are not hearing them. They're not seeing these statistics. They only hear the stories about decline claims. The negative stories about protection claims still outnumber the positive on the internet. I've said on this podcast many times, and I've said it in print, publishing claim statistics, as good as they are, is not enough. We need proper stories about real people. We need videos. We need audios. We need pictures. We need case studies. We need articles. We need hundreds of them. Every advisor, every insurer, every reinsurer has the ability to produce positive content about all the positive claim stories. Just as the Seven Families Initiative is telling seven stories, so we need to tell 700 or 7,000, and we need to use social media to spread the word. It isn't the positive claims numbers that will convince a doubting public. It's real-life stories of real people. And that's what we all need to commit to focus on. I'd love to hear what you think about what we should be doing more of to promote the positive stories of these great claim statistics. Please look me up at rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash MPAF. That's rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash MPAF. Will anyone disrupt the UK protection market? By disrupt, I mean come up with a game-changing business model forcing other providers to change their approach too. I've said before on this podcast that UK protection has stagnated around a cycle of price cuts, additional critical illness conditions and the odd process innovation. Arguably, the only company trying to be disruptive is Underwrite Me. They're attempting to get the industry to change the way we quote. This is what Underwrite Me say they are trying to do in their marketing copy. Underwrite Me makes buying and selling protection easy and fast without compromising on quality. We let intermediaries and customers deal with a range of insurers using a single process from quote through to buy. 
The insurers retain their own underwriting rules, product differentiation and pricing, while those selling and buying their products can do so using one consistent process. UnderwriteMe means that you can see the effect of underwriting in real time during the process and gives complete transparency for those buying or selling cover. No more repetitive question sets, no phone calls to underwriters to find out what terms might be offered, no more logins for each insurer's system, and no more uncertainty about what might happen after applying. It's a digital experience for a digital age. Well, that's quite a long way of saying that they try to give customers the correct premium at the start. The problem we have in the UK protection market these days is that companies rate one in four people, i.e., one in four people don't get the premium that they were quoted for. This is because we have focused on getting the headline price as low as possible to look good on the portals. And as a result, most insurance companies have tightened up their underwriting. So one in four people don't get what they thought they were going to get. We dash their expectations. And this really isn't acceptable. What Underwrite Me are really saying is, let's not raise the customer's expectations with a cheap rate and then dash those expectations with a higher price after underwriting. Let's instead tell them the correct premium at the start. Makes sense really, doesn't it? Established providers often react to disruption complacently, choosing to wait things out to see whether their model will prevail or whether the disruptor will force them to change. Twenty years ago, a Greek businessman in an orange sweatshirt leased an old Boeing 737, set up a call centre and offered cheap flights from Edinburgh to Stansted. The established airlines on the Scottish domestic routes, who were happy with their duopoly, happy with their high prices and happy with the full frills, hardly gave EasyJet a second glance. Those orange tail fins soon multiplied, forcing the traditional airlines to react. Now short-haul travel in Europe is dominated by the low-cost airlines, and despite its protestations to the contrary, British Airways is also a low-cost carrier in the short-haul space. Their promise of a full service is reduced to a thimble-sized cup of coffee and a tiny packet of crisps. The travelling public welcomed the disruption, and the market changed. Now, Underwrite Me doesn't come with orange sweatshirts, but they are trying to change an industry. To succeed, they need their correct upfront price to appear on the portals instead of the illusionary cheap price that a lot of companies are putting there. However, some of the biggest incumbent providers play this illusionary price game better than anyone else, so it's no surprise that they want to stick to the way things are. They want to wait and see, hoping their bait-and-switch model will prevail. They are happy to continue dashing customers' expectations because that's how we do things in the protection market, isn't it? Advisors and their clients need to force their hand. The way we do things is not good customer service anymore. Whilst I support what Underwrite Me are trying to achieve, and whilst the market should adopt the correct premium upfront approach, I believe that their approach is to paper over the complexities of a process we have created by our constant focus on price competition. I'd still like to see a genuine disruption, and that would mean an entirely different proposition. I recently interviewed Chris Hitchens of Coignition for this podcast. He's launched a new approach to financial services recruitment. Gone is the traditional model replaced by an eBay-inspired approach. They're already creating waves in the UK and Australia. You can catch that interview with Chris Hitchens in Empath episode 55. 
So that's one example of disruption. This year, I booked my holiday accommodation through Airbnb. Have you tried Airbnb? You can stay in someone's spare bedroom or rent a whole house by the night and you deal direct with the owner or their agent. And they offer some amazing deals which outperform hotels in the same price bracket. Then of course there's Uber which has disrupted taxi cabs. Now I've used Uber from time to time instead of taxis in Edinburgh and London. It's a great service. No doubt recruitment companies, hotels and taxis are waiting to see what happens. Already there's evidence that Airbnb are cutting into the market for budget hotels by up to 10%. Taxi drivers in some cities have gone on strike in protest at the success of Uber. Underwrite Me isn't disrupting protection on the same scale as Airbnb is disrupting hotels, but it is a step in the right direction if it forces the large providers to abandon their adherence to the status quo. I'd be really interested to hear your views on whether we should see more disruption in the protection market. Look me up at rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash MPAF. That's rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash MPAF. That's all we've got time for on this week's Marketing Protection and Finance podcast. As I say, next week we'll be back to the interview format. So until then, thanks for tuning in and I'll see you next week. listening to the marketing protection and finance podcast do please look at the show notes at rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash mpaf for links to the apps and topics and books we discussed if you enjoyed the show please leave a review on itunes simply visit rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash itunes and leave a review If you are a provider or advisor or journalist and you have a product, campaign or business model you'd like to talk about, please get in touch. You can be the next guest on the show. And do remember, nothing we talk about on the show is financial advice of any kind. It's all just thoughts and opinions, okay?